Good morning, it's Money Talk with James Ross. It's 19 minutes to nine. In your money today, Carolyn Wright takes a look at how happy people here are with uh, recent salary increases and what businesses should be taking away from that. Uh, Good morning, Carolyn. Good morning. JobsDB released their latest salary survey report just yesterday. And while numbers may look good in terms of pay rises, both job seekers and employees have their concerns. To take a deeper look into what's going on, I'm joined again by Bill Lee, who is the Managing Director of JobsDB Hong Kong. Thanks for coming into the studio, Bill. Thanks for having us again, Carolyn. Really good to be here. It's great to have you here. So tell me a little bit more about your findings. Let's start with those pay increases. What are you seeing in your most recent data and how does it compare with past years? Broadly speaking, I think the job market is stronger post-pandemic. We are seeing employees and respondents reporting an improvement in both salary increase and double pay and bonus offerings compared to last year. So let's talk a bit about the headline numbers, right? This year, there's an average of 4.1% pay increase, the highest in the past four years. 2022 average was 3.2%. Also this year, we found that 61% of full-time employees reported a pay rise compared to 53% last year. 76% of the respondents received bonus or double pay. Uh, Last year's number was 72%. Now, when we drill down to the job functions, I think it's very much aligned to what we saw last year, was that the digital talents remain very much in demand. So you talked about talents in analytics, digital marketing, e-commerce, and social media, reported increases between 7 to 10%, which is quite a significant number. When we look at the bottom of the uh, industries, last year, you know, we saw things like you know, F&B reporting a negative year-on-year growth. This year, they have resumed to very gentle increase. So I think it broadly reflects you know, the fact that reopening actually helped as well. Finally, when we look at uh, forward-looking sentiments, right, about 83% of respondents felt that they, are, they have a positive outlook on their employment opportunities, about a 23% improvement versus last year, and 80% of the respondents see that you know, they, they want to remain an open attitude towards open opportunities, again, a 4% increase last year. So broadly speaking, you know, positive outlook, everybody's feeling better. So positive outlook, but how satisfied have people, employees told you that they are with their current salaries and those bonuses you've just mentioned? That's a very interesting question because despite the fact that, you know, average increase is higher versus last year, satisfaction remains broadly the same. So when we see the salary satisfaction on a scale of one to five, respondents only reported like a 0.01 percentage point increase even though you know, there's an additional 1% average. From a bonus perspective, 76% of respondents received bonus. However, last year, when about less one month or equivalent or less was paid out and uh, employees re- reported satisfaction, this year, the same amount that was paid out, generally people were unsatisfied with that number. So that's probably reflecting a higher expectations and higher hopes you know, with regards to their future looking you know, opportunities. So people were kind of hoping for better. Maybe coming out of the pandemic, it could be that they were thinking they were going to get something really, really spectacular and that didn't happen. Yep. But what are the biggest concerns that employees were telling you about their, their working conditions, say, aside from, from pay? Yeah, so aside from salary and benefits, one of the things we introduced this year in, in our survey was a question about workload and stress. It's interesting to note that even though we are at a post-pandemic era, about 94% of the respondents felt that their work stress has persisted. And within that 94%, 
43% felt that the work stress has actually increased. So that's an interesting observation. The other thing though, which is consistent from last year's report, is that work-life balance remained a top priority for job seekers and employees. So what we felt, therefore, reading into this, is that work-life balance isn't a one-off pandemic situation. It will likely persist into the future. What is interesting, though, in this information is that, you know, while last year we saw about 60-plus percent of employers adopt a hybrid work policy, this year that number has gone down to about 30-plus percent. But the number of employees that want this policy remain high at about the high 60s level. So this gap is basically starting to emerge. And what we are saying, therefore, to hirers is that, you know, if you want to continue hiring and retaining good employees, then, you know, this is something you need to particularly look at. So that hybrid model is something that the employees are really wanting to see. How about when you look at the sort of skills that employees have? You know, we all know that the workplace is changing. There's a lot of developments going on in technology. How important are things like being offered the opportunity to upskill being seen as, an, as for um, employees? Yeah, that, that's, that's actually a really, really good question. And it's really important simply because while salary and benefits are not table stakes, I think upskilling and reskilling opportunities are where employers can really um, stand out when you want to look at recruiting and attracting talents. This is a view that's also reflected in the job seeker and the employee's view as well. Some numbers here, 80% of the respondents treasure training in workplace, it's particularly high, especially for those that are below 30 years old. Second thing is about three quarters of respondents consider staff training as an attractive benefits. And they have responded by saying, you know, 75% of them saying they'd like to acquire hard skills. Those are in certification analytics, while about 55% indicated a desire to have more soft skills. And those are in leadership and management and interpersonal communication skills. Broadly speaking, employees and job seekers want this. And this is something that hirers need to pay particular attention if they want to stand out. Okay, so, so they need to be offering these as part of a package, Absolutely. offering training in these various fields. Now, we hear a lot about things like brain drain and wanting to attract talent here in Hong Kong. So how much of an issue are you seeing in terms of mismatches, in terms of skills between what employers want and what employees currently have? I think in Hong Kong and largely around Asia as well, this skills mismatch is the primary driver for the hiring activity, you know, and that we see you know, during pandemic and post-pandemic, and it's still persisting at this point in time. And the reason is because primarily pandemic has accelerated digital transformation and the increase in demand for digital native, you know, digital talents has meant that market weren't able to sustain the supply, you know, uh, in a very, very short period of time. And that's reflected in the numbers I explained earlier, right? Digital talents, AI, you know, et cetera, et cetera, having a 7 to 10% increase in average salary. Now, what we see, though, is that even though this is happening, from a job seeker's perspective, they have a sense of, you know, a, I need to do more. About 56% of respondents share that they have concerns about their job security post-pandemic. And about 24% of them feel that they need to acquire new skills to adapt to digital transformation. And this is something I suppose, you know, where again, what we, what we talk about just now, where employers can come in and say, you know, offer training, reskilling, upskilling as attractive benefits. 
Are there any particular sectors? You, you mentioned a lot around technology there. Are there any other sectors that, that, that are struggling to find the right kind of people? You mentioned uh, F&B earlier, that their, their pay raises haven't been massive. But I can imagine that at the moment there's quite a demand in terms of turnaround. Absolutely. So broadly speaking, I think in, in regards to Hong Kong, I think you know, we have been seeing uh, lower birth rates. And also naturally, you know, also as a result, you know, um, lower number of working population across the sectors, we are largely seeing, you know, a, a shortage, you know, in terms of talent, you know, being, being able to fulfill this demand. And even as you pointed out earlier in the F&B sector, we're also seeing, you know, a lot of increase in demand and hiring activities. We feel, you know, it's a bit of a structural issue that is taking time to resolve. It is resolving. We're seeing basically, you know, people who have left this industries, you know, during pandemic and now slowly coming back into it. There's a lot going on here, a lot of change around the employment space and, and a lot of things that need to be sort of worked on. But thank you very much for sharing your findings. That's uh, Bill Lee, the Managing Director of JobsDB Hong Kong.